and their curfew that they have from starting at 8 p.m. until 5 a.m. Opposition parties calls for changes to the Quebec curfew after homeless people picketed for being out after curfew. To me, that is appalling. To me, that is just ignorant. Police are to help people. In this situation, with this curfew and being homeless, not to give these people a ticket. That's a $1,550 fine. I don't know what some of these police officers are thinking. But it's quite obvious that that fine is not going to get paid. Now, Quebec's second opposition party is calling for people experiencing homeless homelessness to be exempt from the government-imposed curfew. This member of the uh, Quebec Solidaire said Wednesday his party is concerned after hearing reports that homeless people have been picketed in Valador and in Montreal for violating health orders. With the majority of Quebecers following the curfew, following the curfew, sorry, which requires people to stay home between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. Leduc said there should be more flexibility for people on the street who he said are already disadvantaged. He said it, he's worried about people with addictions because most shelters don't allow people to use drugs or alcohol. There's rules in place in, in, in that, in um, shelters. So people who are homeless should not be subject to the curfew, he said. So not, not only people who have drug and alcohol problems, but also uh, a mental illness along with drugs and alcohol addictions all at the same time. You know, this guy um, goes on to say he's a community organizer with the advocacy group for people experiencing homelessness. Um, he said she's heard about two people experiencing homelessness receiving tickets for being outside after curfew, including one person who was ticketed Tuesday night. So he must be meaning this was last Tuesday. You know, shelters are running out of space, adding that some people are avoiding them because they're worried about getting COVID-19. 
Well, here in the city of London, where I reside, Ontario, the men's mission had an outbreak of COVID-19. I can't blame these individuals, you know, trying to avoid these shelters because they're worried about getting COVID-19. Other homeless people, she said, have been banned from shelters. Now there's reasons behind that, obviously. People are not gonna follow the rules, fighting with people, and that is just gonna make things a whole lot worse for these individuals. We can't force people to stay in a shelter. We're talking about people, not objects. That we can move from one place to another. Finding, finding homeless people, she said, won't help anyone. I mean, this is so absolutely ridiculous with some of the police in Quebec, in the city of Montreal, or wherever. Their job is to, when they come upon somebody who is homeless, their job is to get the help that they need for them. That's what their job is to do. The Montreal police spokeswoman said police officers have been asked to use their judgment when dealing with homeless people who are outdoors after 8 p.m. Doesn't sound like these officers were using their best judgment to find these homeless people. She said police are looking at the context of each situation and when possible helping homeless people access available resources. Obviously these police officers who find these homeless people weren't doing that. The premier of Quebec, he imposed a curfew until at least February the 8th as a way to limit people's contacts and reduce COVID-19 transmission. Health officials say hospitals, especially in the Montreal area, are, are overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients and risk having to, to ration care. Well, I say to the Premier of Quebec, you better start finding other locations to house the homeless. Essential workers who have to be outside between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. are required to carry a letter from their employer explaining their status. There's a woman who works in a snow removal, said she was on her way to work shortly before 4 a.m. on January the 12th. When police stopped her, she said she gave the officer her employer's letter, then she said, he asked to look into her lunch bag, which she said was sitting on the passenger seat. What is it any of his business to be asking what's in her lunch box? When she refused, she said the officer told her that the letter was just a piece of paper and threatened to give her a ticket for violating the curfew. Now I believe her. 
I absolutely believe this woman. You know, because it was, you know, it's probably the same officer that was giving tickets out to the homeless. So I wouldn't be too surprised. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. You know, she said it really felt like he didn't believe me because I didn't want to open my bag. She said in an interview. She felt very much in fear that if I didn't open the bag, then he would have more questions about the letter, or then the letter would not be valid. Well, the letter would be valid. If we gave her a ticket anyways, she has that letter. She said the police let her go without a ticket shortly after she showed them the contents of the bag. I would have told the officer, it's none of your business. I gave you my credentials. I showed you the letter that I'm in central. And that's all she needed to do. This person is the director of the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. Said his group has been concerned about Quebec police, that the uh, Quebec police would abuse their power during the curfew, in which they have been doing just that. This is exactly what we were worried about. The police were going to abuse this power and use it to wrongly search and seize people's property. He said in an interview Wednesday, his organization is also worried about how the homeless would fare under the new rules. Well, it doesn't sound like they fared very well when you're ticketing homeless people. You know, some of these some of these police officers, you know, you really need to give your head a shake. You know, you have other matters to deal with. The homeless people aren't doing anything. And you're giving them a ticket. It goes on to say that they should be giving a ticket as a last resort, well, they shouldn't be given the homeless ticket in the first place. I, I, I can't reiterate on that enough, ladies and gentlemen. The Montreal police refused to comment Wednesday on specific incidents related to curfew enforcement. The public security minister, uh, Gabul, said she trusted the police to use their judgment when enforcing their curfew. Police across Quebec have done an excellent job. Well, maybe they have, but, you know, they got us, you know, or, I mean, it's almost like, you know, like you can walk, you can walk your, your uh, you can go for a walk around the block with your pet. You know, you can go do things like that during the curfew in Quebec. Um. But you got to be careful. You got to be careful because, you know, even going for a walk around the block by yourself, they may not look that as, you know, they'll look at that as probably breaking curfew. So maybe you should be doing that in the daytime, you know, to the people in Quebec. 
you know, we're talking about only a few cases out of hundreds of interventions this weekend. She said in email, no one wants to to over over police our citizens in situations of homelessness. Well, then the Quebec government needs to get on it. People outside during the curfew must show proper documentation to, to police and answer their questions. Well, homeless people, and probably a lot of them, don't have any identification. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, host Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. So I was just uh, talking about um, what is going on um, in the province of Quebec here in Canada. Uh, they have a curfew that begins at 8 p.m. and ends at 5 a.m. And some of the problems that have arised is that police have been picketing the homeless for being out after 8 p.m. Shelters are full. They have nowhere to go. Probably most don't have identification. And is that, you know, is the police in Quebec using their, their, their discretion? You know, generally people who are homeless have a mental illness, have a drug and alcohol addiction. And all three at the same time. But why in the world would a police officer find a homeless person for being out after curfew? That's a $1,550 fine. I find it appalling myself. I live here in Ontario. We don't have a curfew here in Ontario. What we have here in Ontario is a, a lockdown and a stay at home order. What's going on here in Ontario? So how should the police be interacting with with people who are homeless after after curfew you know getting them the help they need for starters i mean if the officer took the time to stop and he can blatantly see that this individual is homeless then he should be taking the steps in order to help him get into a shelter. That's what they need to be doing. You know, and before you came on my show here, there was a lady, she she is an essential worker. She, she worked for a snow removal company in in, in uh, Montreal, Quebec. 
And she got stopped at four o'clock in the morning. And she provided the, the police with a essential service letter. Welcome, JLo. And um, that she is an essential worker, so she had the letter for that. Uh, gave her, her the identification to the police. But when they asked what was in her bag beside her on her passenger seat, on a passenger seat, you know, which has none of the police officers' business, and they weren't going to let her go until she told them what was in her lunch bag and said that they're going to fine her and say that this letter of essential worker is just a piece of paper it means nothing when in fact it does that's one of the criterias for people in quebec with this curfew is that you have to have an essential letter from your employer that you are an essential worker until she told them they were going to give her a fine. You know, I find that kind of a bit of a, of a harassment, you know, real inconvenient, you know, and that's that. It's done. I gave you the letter. I gave you my credentials. That's it. The police don't need to be going any further. This is in in, uh, in Montreal, Quebec. So how about, you know, finding people who are blatantly breaking curfew, doing it as a way to protest? There was a couple in Montreal who did just that. She put a leash on her husband and took him for a walk. They got fined. True story. You can take your pet for a walk around the block, but you cannot put a leash on your husband and take him for a walk. So, you know, this um, the, the Civil Liberties Advocacy Group, you know, they are asking the government of Quebec to exempt the homeless people from the curfew. In the wintertime, you know, the shelters are generally full because it's cold. Summertime's a bit different. Homeless people will stay sleeping in other places in the summertime, they won't go to the shelter. And especially now that it's winter time and the shelters are, are, are filling up very quickly, you know, some homeless people are afraid to get COVID-19. I'm afraid to get COVID-19. And yet, 
is it, you know is the police using their their discretion and just finding uh finding homeless people for for being out after curfew i don't think they're using their 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 discretion enough and it, it is quite obvious that the individual homeless and it's quite obvious that that fine is never going to get paid So what should the police be doing when they approach somebody and they know for a fact that they're homeless and it's after 8 p.m. in Quebec, what should that officer be doing? Checking to see if he's okay. Ask him if it's, if it's possible for him to go into a shelter. You know, get other people involved in the organizations that help homeless people. I mean, took I mean, I mean, he took the time to stop. There's a lot of things that they can be doing differently when it comes to homeless people, and especially if you have a a curfew in your province and, and, and Quebec is the only province in Canada that has put a curfew on their residents. You know, here in Ontario, we have the lockdown and we have a stay at home order. But the police here in Ontario, where I reside, they're not going to stop you driving your car while driving your car. They're not going to stop you walking down the street and they're not going to come to your home. What the police here in Ontario are going to do is they're going to be looking for, you know, people who uh, who've called in with complaints because, you know, people are gathering. Then more than that should be because the limit right now is five. Or the big box stores have more people inside than they should. You know, these are the kind of violations they're going to be looking for. You know, with a stay-at-home order, I mean, yes, you're going to go. You can go to the grocery store. Yes, you can walk down the street. Yes, you can be in a group of five people, but social distance around each other you know the other questions were like you know can it be five people from different households you know standing around with a lot with a latte having a conversation as long as they're six feet apart in a circle I can't see that being an issue. Now, Ontario, the uh, Premier of Ontario has extended the lockdown for another 30 days. Now that's gonna end 
on February the 19th, but this stay-at-home order just started two days ago. So, I mean, you know, you know, the police are going to be going downtown and looking for people outside and, you know, especially the homeless and start finding them. That's not going to happen here in Ontario. This, this just seems to be happening in Quebec for some reason. Now, what kind of judgment did these officers use? in order for them to say, I'm, I'm going to give you a fine. Full well knowing that this individual is homeless. And this is absolutely ignorant and appalling. I'm glad I don't live in Quebec. I really don't. You know, they... Um, they have a lot of different rules in Quebec, believe me. It's a it's a French, it's the French province of of Canada, and uh, yeah, they have a lot of crazy rules in that province, especially when it comes to, you know, the official language in Quebec is French, but the official languages in in Canada is French and English. So anybody want to comment on this, you're more than welcome to. You can text a comment on this to me or you can call in and, and uh, have a comment on this subject about police ticketing homeless people. So there's, there's, there's parts of, uh, of, the, of the government in Quebec, other parties are calling on that the homeless be exempt from the curfew. Now sometimes, you know, people, they get kicked out of homeless shelters. And then they just end up on the street, sleeping where they can sleep. It could be because of behavior problems, it could be because of, of drug, uh, drugs and alcohol use within the homeless shelter. And being afraid of getting COVID-19, here in the city of London where I reside in Ontario, the men's mission had an outbreak of COVID-19. So I can't blame these individuals for being afraid. Of catching COVID-19. So the government of Quebec, they're going to need to come up with a solution. You know, the police should be, you know, yes, they should be checking in on the homeless people to make sure they're, they're okay. But what the police should be doing is looking for people who are blatantly breaking curfew as a protest measure. People that should be out after 8 p.m. period. You know, who 
just think that they're just going to break curfew. Curfew was not going to be part of a solution here in Ontario as, as a measure to help curb COVID-19. You know, and when we and then when we talk about you know the stay-at-home order, you know you can still order things online and go pick it up. You can go to the big box stores that sell groceries like Costco and Walmart. If you don't want to go to to the other grocery store, you know, I mean, so. People are asking, and other government officials are asking, you know, we need clarity on this stay at home. Well, if, if businesses, you know, really can't provide, they can't provide online ordering and curbside pickup in order to make some sort of money to help their business. You know, maybe you couldn't get something that you needed, you know, at Walmart or the big box store, Costco or wherever, and they had it at another place where you can order it online and go get it. That even that shouldn't be complicated to, to understand. Small business is hurting really bad. So what are pieces like, you know, so what are businesses supposed to do? I mean, what does people want? What are, what are the, oppos the opposition wants, you know, the government to do here in Ontario? I mean, do they want everybody to be shut down? You know, let's just shut down the big box stores. The ones that don't sell groceries, Big box stores that don't sell groceries shut them down. But they're still going to have online ordering and curbside pickup. Unless they turn around and stop all that together, which I can't see that happening. Now I'd be the first to admit I was wrong if that would happen, but I can't see that happening. So, you know, here, here in Canada, you know, I guess today um, we just went over um, 700,000 cases of COVID here across for, the, for, for Canada. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug. So, Ontario, you know, being the largest province in Canada, we have the second highest case count. The province of Quebec has the highest. And you probably heard me say this before. And the new uh, variant um, of COVID from the United Kingdom, 
Um, the first case of that was reported in, here in London, Ontario today. But it's been in other parts of the province as well. So we can safely say that that new variant is here in Ontario. And I read somewhere, I think it's in like 50 different other countries. So I think that a lot of clarity for uh, you know the stay stay at home order and of course the lockdown, you know the government of Ontario, and, and, and you know Premier Doug Ford. I mean he's probably going to come out Monday morning and uh, give some clarity on some things with this stay at home order, and of course. He's going to be out Monday for sure um, on national TV to talk about the extension, 30-day extension of the lockdown until the 19th of February. As businesses, small business stays shuttered and these big box businesses can stay open. I think they can do curbside pickup. I mean, even grocery stores have curbside pickup. You don't have to go in the store. You can do online shopping um, of your favorite grocery store and then go to the pickup area and they'll bring it out to your car. Big box stores can do the same thing. So the catch twenty two, I guess. I don't know. I really don't know. You know when you know when people are going to be able to get back to work in these non essential uh, businesses. You know, I mean, we have small business, you know, um, hardware stores. And of course the big box stores sell that as well. But you can go in there and buy it, but you can't go to your, your local hardware store and go in and buy it. This doesn't make any sense. Smaller businesses have better control over how many people they have inside. Contact tracing. Now, big box stores right now, they're limited to how many people they can have in the building. And inspectors are out in force making sure that these big box stores are following those, those guidelines. And they will be out in force until this lockdown is lifted. So 
So people like going to the big box stores and standing in a lineup. You know, that's entirely up to you, you know. And if you're just going into the big box store, I mean, I, I, I you know, people have families, obviously, and they buy bulk. You know, grocery stores really don't offer um, bulk like the big box stores do. But um, the other items that they sell in these stores, if a, if a, if a, if a small business sells the same items that are non-essential, then why, if they can't sell it, why should the big box stores be allowed to sell it? You know, people from the small businesses have been hollering this for since the first lockdown, and they're still hollering about it, and we're still not getting any answers from the government. So the government really needs to start coming out, you know, start talking about it, explaining it, or doing something. I think that, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the small business people have really have taken a hit. There's places, um, probably even here in the city of London where I live, and especially in the city of Toronto, I've read articles where the landlords that own those buildings and, and the small business that's in there, um, they're trying to evict them. Now, I don't know, um, you know, like back in the, uh, the first lockdown, um, the federal government offered 75% um, of rent to the landlords that they could claim, and the tenant then would only pay the 25%. Whether that still stands today, I don't know. That's something I'll have to, I'll have to find out. But it should, you know, you, you would think that, you know, yes, we're in another you know, a second lockdown, you know, that shouldn't matter. It should have just continued through. But then there were landlords who didn't want to even apply for it. They wanted full rent from the tenant. You know, something is better than nothing. If the government is going to pay partial of that rent, why would you not take it? You know, you have to pay tax on it anyways. So why wouldn't you take it? Any eviction notices, you know, being halted once again, but um, those are going to be um, other articles um, and other topics that um, I will talk about in other episodes coming up. And of course, you're more than welcome to join me here on the Trucker Podcast. For those ones, you stay tuned for those. And also, I wanted to uh, mention 
um, just recently, um, you can find that you can Google the Truckers Podcast, and um, so it'll be the Truckers Podcast on Listen Notes. Um, so when you're searching for the Truckers Podcast, make sure it's the Truckers Podcast with the apostrophe S. The Truckers Podcast. It'll say Trucker beside it. Listen Notes. You can listen to. Um, present and, and past um, podcasts. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, now that I'm in Google search, I think that's really awesome. And of course, you're going to find me here on Podbean, like you are here on my show tonight. And other media sources also, you know, like iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, the big names like that you can find my podcast on if you download those apps. But um, when you Google me, there's no app to download. You just Google the Truckers Podcast. You know what my my uh, logo looks like, the blue truck, white trailer. It's the only one of a kind. So you can find me in a Google search, the Truckers Podcast. Listen notes. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for joining me this evening. And um, the other topics, too, that I had, had mentioned, because um, there are changes coming, too, in the stay at home and, and these lockdowns. You can stay tuned for those episodes that, that, are, that are coming up. And I'll always put them up here when I put the shows up for... Uh, here online, uh, a live stream here on Podbean. Um, you will see that posted for my next show and everything with the topic is going to be about. So you're more than welcome um, to join me. So, but I thank you for coming on to my show this evening. And uh, for my followers as well, I appreciate that taking the time out of your, your day, evening, nighttime, you know, to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. And also thank you to all of our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses, our paramedics, our police, in our fire departments, I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a great evening, everybody. Be safe. Take care.